Welcome to the Rest for Her Soul podcast. If you feel trapped in exhaustion and burnout, or you just need to pause and reset, here you'll find peace, joy, and rest in God's loving presence. I'm your host, Christine Fletcher, and I've been there too. And I want to encourage you that just by listening, you're already taking steps towards healing and wellness. Welcome back. In our last episode, we heard part of Psalm 119, where the psalmist talks about how much he loves God's laws and how they give him life. And today we're going to hear God's laws for us. So God's laws, or the way he says we should live, they lead to life and peace and joy. I think sometimes that we bristle when we're told what we should or shouldn't do, and especially when we hear that God has commandments for us. We think we'll have a better life if we decide what to do and if we can do whatever we want. Or maybe when you think of God's laws, you're reminded of a bunch of spoken or unspoken rules that you were expected to follow growing up or in your church community where people would police things like the length of your skirt, for example. And maybe you felt angry at God for some of those rules that weren't his to begin with. But God's commandments bring us true life. And think about it. God is our creator. He made us. He designed us. So he knows how we work, how we function, and he knows the best way to be human because he made us. So we're looking to our creator for how to live the best way. He's the one who knows that. So I invite you to put aside your experiences with people and focus on God who is perfect and he loves you and he made you. So let's look at what he says about how to live the good life. So I just want to give an example. Think about how you know what's best for your children. You put rules in place to keep them safe and happy. So when you tell them they can't touch the hot stove, it's not to take away their fun. It's to protect them from harm because you know the consequences of touching the stove. And so you put rules in place to protect them from those negative consequences. And in the same way that you have rules to protect your children, God is our loving father. And so the rules he gives us, the commandments he gives us are to protect us so that we can be free to live a joy filled life in his presence. Living by his laws actually brings us more freedom than if we didn't. So to take the example of your child again, when he or she follows the rule to not touch the hot stove, they actually have more freedom because they get to continue playing or helping cook or whatever it was. But if they disobey and touch the stove, they'll be hurt and they'll need to stop playing maybe put ice and a bandage on their hand, or maybe completely interrupt their day to go to the hospital, depending on how bad it is. They may even have a permanent scar on their hand. So there are consequences to touching the hot stove. So God's laws are his boundaries that he gives us out of love. Just like a loving parent has boundaries and rules to keep their children safe so they can thrive. Here's another thing I found really interesting. A study done in 2006 had a group of children play in a playground that had no fence, and then they played in a playground that had a fence. And here's a quote from the study. In the first scenario, the children remained huddled around their teacher, 
fearful of leaving out of her sight. The later scenario exhibited drastically different results, with the children feeling free to explore within the given boundaries. The overwhelming conclusion was that with a given limitation, children felt safer to explore a playground." End quote. I'll link to the, to the study in the show notes for you. But I love this visual of how the limits of the fence actually helped the children to be more free to explore, and that's what God's commandments are for us. They tell us what is true about how the world works and how people are, and there's always a consequence to sin. So let's trust Him and live in the freedom of knowing our limits. So today we're going to read through the Ten Commandments that God gave to Moses to tell the Israelites after he rescued them from slavery in Egypt. Lord, we thank you for giving us boundaries so that we can flourish in loving you and loving others. Show us where we're not following your loving rules and show us the changes we need to make. Help us love your law like the psalmist writes about. Amen. So the Ten Commandments are recorded in two places in the Bible, in Exodus and in Deuteronomy. And today we're going to read them from Deuteronomy. So this is Deuteronomy 5 verses 1 to 22. Moses summoned all Israel and said, Hear, Israel, the decrees and laws I declare in your hearing today. Learn them and be sure to follow them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. It was not with our ancestors that the Lord made this covenant, but with us, with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountain. At that time I stood between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord, because you were afraid of the fire and did not go up the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns, so that your male and female servants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. 
You shall not set your desire on your neighbor's house or land, his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the commandments the Lord proclaimed in a loud voice to your whole assembly there on the mountain from out of the fire, the cloud, and the deep darkness. And he added nothing more. Then he wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. In Matthew 5, 27 and 28, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman to lust after her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So Jesus tells us that it's not just our outward actions that matter, but our hearts matter just as much. So I'm going to read the passage again, and this time invite Jesus to show you what's going on in your heart. And remember that he is gentle and kind, and that he gives us these boundaries so we can flourish. Moses summoned all Israel and said, Hear, Israel, the decrees and laws I declare in your hearing today. Learn them and be sure to follow them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. It was not with our ancestors that the Lord made this covenant, but with us, with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountain. At that time, I stood between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord, because you were afraid of the fire and did not go up the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns so that your male and female servants may rest, as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not set your desire on your neighbor's house or land, his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the commandments the Lord proclaimed in a loud voice to your whole assembly there on the mountain from out of the fire, 
the cloud and the deep darkness, and he added nothing more. Then he wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. Is there anything you need to repent of? To repent just means to turn away from sin and to turn back to God, our loving Father who forgives us and greets us with his arms open and a smile on his face. Take a few moments to reflect. Are there any of these commandments you don't understand? Ask God to help you understand. Remember that God has given us these commandments so that we have boundaries within which we can truly live and thrive and have good relationships with one another. Invite Jesus to show you what it can look like for you to thrive within his loving boundaries. How would your life be different if you were following his commandments? And finally, remember that it's impossible to follow God's loving laws in our own strength. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to guide us and help us. So I invite you to pray along with me like the psalmist does in Psalm 119, 34 and 35. Give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands for there I find delight. And to end, just remember that this is an ongoing conversation with Jesus. Keep going to him with your thoughts and your questions about his laws, his commandments. Seek his truth in the Bible and ask him directly and be patient as you ask him and wait for him to speak. Lord Jesus, thank you for your commandments the loving boundaries that you've given us that teach us how to flourish. Fill us with your spirit to help us and guide us. Amen. Thanks for listening. Be encouraged by the work you're doing to bring more peace and rest into your life. If you found value in the show, leave a review or take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at rest for her soul. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, remember, God delights in you.